Mujer Nopal Queens, three amigas living in Sacramento, California, passionate to support communities of color that intersect with mental health issues. Hola! Hello! <laughs> Welcome to episode 10. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. Today, our session is about uh, listener questions. Yes. Yeah. So all month we've been asking for questions and we got a ton of them. So mm -hmm. today we're going to try to answer some of them for That's everybody. Right. Yep. And thank you to everyone who submitted a question. And we're going to do this again in the future. So after this episode, if you're inspired to ask us something, just DM us and we will put it in the bank for the next session. Yes. Yeah. So do we want to check in before yeah. we do? Yeah, let's do that. that. So how about La Sirena? How are you doing today? Uh, let's see. Well, now that we're on summer break, I mean, I work in the summer, but since school's on summer break, it's been quiet. And then I've had time to plan out a couple of three-day weekends this month. Nice. And next month, yeah, just to get some time away and balance out all the work stuff with some leisure time. So I think we're going to go to San Luis Obispo next month. Ooh. I know, it's exciting. And then this month we're going to go to a wedding, but it's out of town, so that's nice. And then we're also going to... Oh, in September, I'm going to go to Hawaii. So, so excited. Yeah. So Jealous. I'm just kind of. Take me with you. I know. Come with me. <laughs> don't take sunscreen. It's banned. Oh. Don't kill no coral reefs when you're up there. Sunscreen's banned? Yeah. Where? In Hawaii. Because it kills the coral reefs. I think you need to get some eco friendly yeah. sunscreen. Oh, I didn't To know not that. kill coral reefs. So I've don't be been. a murderer. I won't be a murderer. <laughs> I got you. Okay, I'll hook thank it up. you. Wow, you saved a lot of animals' yeah, lives right now. Yeah, and a lot of coral lives. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, that's it. I'm just kind of trying to balance out all the stuff that I was doing this year for work. Now it's time to play, and I'm yes, for it. I'm here for I'm it. I'm here for that too. Mm hmm. So I guess I'll check in. This is La Luna. Um, I'm I'm in a good space. I'm also excited because I have a wedding next weekend out of town, and it's I'm so freaking excited because it's gonna be like a mini reunion with the people that I lived in um, lived with in Mexico. Mm. So I'm really excited to see all of them. I'm super like honored to be invited to this wedding. It's gonna be really a beautiful thing, and it's just really cool that. Um, they wanted to include me in that. So I'm really excited. And they have some cool stuff planned. So we're going to start off with yoga in the morning, like a pre-wedding yoga, which is really cool. I've never done that before. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be cool, cool. And catching up with all my um, Mexico friends. We all live in different places. And I really want to hug them. Sounds so like I'm a excited. holistic wedding. Yeah, it is. If you know the the person that is getting married, that's really who they are. They have really beautiful energy. Cool. Um, so I think I'm going to do some like unintentional healing. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I'm here for it. Cool. Um, and then um, we don't really have too many more trips. We just we just went to Portland and then a couple months ago mm -hmm. we went to Seattle. So that was really good. Um, and now we're just kind of trying to figure out like what we want to do next so maybe mm -hmm. want to explore something and kind of budgeting and stuff for all that uh, so yeah i think that's like my check some awesome. good stuff coming up next that's me la rosa, <laughs> I guess. La rosa. hi um i am doing well today i got a good night's rest so i think that's helped a lot work's been very busy but we've also have had a lot of family visiting us 
and we are also planning a lot of trips. There's a lot of weddings this summer, mm -hmm. so we're looking forward to that. Um, but I'm also an introvert, so I like being home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to just some weekends just staying at home. But I think that's... I. I don't know. This morning, I'm like, I can't think, but I'm ready to answer some questions. Yeah, That's right. I know. Usually, we plan our sessions out, so just leaving it to the audience. It's a little like, scary. It was scary. I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to get? What do I have yeah, to like, answer? I'm like, ooh, <laughs> hopefully people are not creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's your address? <laughs> not going to give it to you. <laughs> right. Ooh, you want to be friends? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I know everything about you. I tracked you down. This is where you used to live, and this is your childhood home. I'm like yeah no <laughs> yikes <laughs> but no. y'all are pretty good so yes. we didn't get any of those we're very lucky to have <laughs> listeners like you your yes. questions were actually really good really fun and yeah a few of them were fun so i guess we're gonna mix it up a little bit we chose a couple questions that are really related um, directly to mental health and then a couple that are just ways to there were questions about us as a podcast program mm -hmm. so we wanted yeah. to mix them up a little bit yeah so no hard feelings if your questions weren't answered. Like some of them I think deserve a lot more time than we're able to to mm -hmm. give. So hopefully y'all um, can enjoy the ones that were picked. Yeah, some of them were really great for potential episodes yes. or something. So we wanted to give, these are questions that we could probably fit into a podcast time. Um, but we, and then some of the questions we kind of grouped together into yes. one question because there were a few of the same. Yeah. Theme. So well, should we get into it? Yes. Let's do eh. it. Okay. All right. You want to go first? Uh, Luna? Oh, oh, crap. I'm reading the first one. Sure. Okay. Um, so one listener asked, tell us why you love Sacramento. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I love Sacramento because. I don't know. It's like a mix of city and country, I would say, or agriculture, because it's like at the end or the top of the Central Valley. Mm -hmm. So like driving up to Sacramento, you still see a lot of agriculture fields and yes. we're by rivers. We're near Tahoe. We're near San Francisco. So it's like we're close to everything. I, yes. I really enjoy that. And then we get this city feel too. And it's I feel like it's up and coming. Yeah. You know, I think I, this is La Sirena, and I hated Sacramento, sorry, when I first <laughs> moved here, um, because it, I grew up in San Diego, so there mm -hmm. was, you know, the, I, we were by the beach, so getting to be in the valley it was like really hard for me because it was hot. And well, you're both from so yeah, SoCal. Yeah, I'm from SoCal so too. So you all know yeah. as well, but it was hard. Yeah. Um, well, I grew up like in the like desert mountain area, same. so it's always oh, hot. Okay. I grew up in the IE, girl. It is hot as balls out there. <laughs> <laughs> so like the heat yeah, thing. different. Oh, got yeah. it. Okay, mm -hmm. well, for me, it was the beach was like, oh man, I'm a desert child. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I found like some of my friends that I met up here started to like take me to the river. Or yeah. go like kayaking in the the lakes and all of that, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, I can get down with this. Or like San Francisco or Tahoe, yeah, the or, cooler areas. Yeah, yeah, and just how close we were to those things. Yeah, and growing up, San Francisco seemed like far, like Europe. <laughs> yeah, and and so just to be able to be an hour and a half away still like surprises me, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, and to get there, you like pass Napa Valley, mm -hmm. so it's There's just a like lot. wine countries right here. There's so much There's also us. really nice hiking in Auburn. I recently I found that out. It was awesome. Yes, beautiful hiking. Yeah, sorry. And what else? Oh, and then I lived in Midtown for a while, and if you live there, that you know, like fun. there's bars, restaurants, 
amazing. It was just yeah. we walked all around. We rode our bikes. Mm-hmm. So I and guess I, I think, it grew on me. Yeah, I think for me, like I love. I loved to Sacramento. I don't know if I like love it, love it now, but I did love it when I first moved because it kind of allowed me to find myself in the adulthood. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I think it gave me a lot of growth and it gave me a lot of beautiful memories and like a clean slate from Southern California. So I think for me, it represented more like growth. So I think that's why I love it because it's a, a good memory of like where I am now and mm-hmm. compared to where I started. So it's kind of cool little timeline thing to yeah. see. And I think yeah. it's also, we're all from Southern California, so yes. it's definitely different, but mm-hmm. it's hard to pinpoint what is different about Sacramento. Yeah, I is. think it's a slower pace of life. There's not as much traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, that's kind of changing. It's no, starting to get crazy. Now. Not like Every LA. Time, not like LA. No, that's true. Never like LA. No. <laughs> I never like, have I'm going to one mile seven hours later. Every, yeah. Like everywhere I go is at least 20 minutes, even that's if it's true. traffic. That's true. That's well, true. LA, yeah. it's like two hours to get that's true. 30 miles. I think I'm yeah. just salty because my commute is how long and it's like an hour and something. So, rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true to Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's horrible traffic. Yikes. But why we love Sacramento (laughs) is, (laughs) yeah. well, I think for me it was like, mid. I think after living in Midtown and then going to all of the different like um, nature, all of the different places of nature. The food. Yeah. I think it's, there's a big focus on local. Everything is local. Yeah. Yeah. Farm to fork. Farm to fork. We're the farm to fork capital. Yes. There's no Mexican food like San Diego Mexican food. No, or Los Angeles. (laughs) Yeah, Gosh. but it'll do. Well, and that's actually getting better now, right? I mean, there you is a go lot to of South new things for the good stuff. Yeah. yeah, but in general, like there's more things to do, and that's true. I yeah. feel like the tagline here should be like Sacramento. It's nice now. Yeah, <laughs> like we have. I fun think since stuff. like they rebuilt the arena, it's and yeah. there's a lot of people from San Francisco moving, so there's a lot of tech money coming in. Oh, yeah. right. It's so like rebuilding Midtown. That's true. So yeah, it's, it's catering to them, but then us, we're like, oh, what is that? Yeah, that looks fun. Or like, what's that one place that they built? The one with the games, the bar with the games. Oh, um, Punchbowl Punch Social. Yeah. I'm like, that was not a Sacramento thing. No. Like, we wouldn't have had that, I don't think. But now we do, yeah. and people use and it. And unfortunately, you see a lot more gentrification. That is not good, and yeah. a rise yeah. in homelessness. So that but that's sucks. not why we love that's Sacramento. True. That's true. Oh, right. yeah. Oops, my bad. <laughs> I can't help it. My little heart can't help it. Okay. I know. That's what I was going to. Also, All right, I'm next, like, we're going to change yeah, to another you know, question. Right. Did that answer Because I'm going to get real salty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. The next, next question. I can read that one. Okay. So um, what is your Myers-Briggs personality type? Mm. I am an INFJ. So I'm introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. Okay. My Enneagram is type two. What's that? Your Enneagram is a different type of personality test that that you can Mm -hmm. take. I'm a type two. I'm an HSP, highly sensitive person. And... I'm an Aries. So analyze me all you want, people. (laughs) I don't know my second one, but I am an INFPT, which is, um, where is it? It is introversion, intuition, feeling, perception, and thinking. Mm. Um, so that's mine and I am a crazy ass Gemini for all of you people that don't like Geminis. Well, guess what? Y'all La Luna is a proud Gemini. That's right. Poster child Gemini. Yeah. 
Okay, so mine is an ENTP. This is La Sirena. And that one stands for extrovert, intuitive, thinking, perceiving. And I guess we're kind of known for being analysts and debaters and pursue we pursue activities that stimulate our intelligence mm-hmm. oh wow okay. makes wow. me sound smarty all smart. pants you are but smart i am also a gemini and so that's e. fun <laughs> how did i get stuck with two gemini's yeah. you ask i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. how do you survive we don't oh know. my goodness you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do i do feel bad sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so we have wait did you say you have i were you introvert yeah. And you're introvert, La, mm-hmm. La Rosa? Which is so weird because I think I learned that I'm a situational extrovert. Oh. Because everyone that meets me doesn't believe that I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. But in my high school years, I loved being alone. Like, I hated going places. Like, I think that's why I was, mm-hmm. like, you know, pretty good kid. Because I'm like, I don't want to go to that party. I want to stay home and, like, watch movies. Yeah. Um. But so situationally, I can be an extrovert mm-hmm. because... In certain environments, I need to survive, and it's if it's the only way, then I will be yeah. an extrovert. If not, I'm like, don't, don't mm-hmm. talk to me, don't breathe by me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, wow. And there's I also know. percentages, wow. right? The Myers Briggs has percentage of oh, introvert, yeah. percentage of extrovert. So you can mm-hmm. also have like maybe in the middle. But yeah, I was fifty fifty. Oh, I think okay. When I took it, yeah. so that's why I felt like yeah. it's like. I'm situational with it. Yeah. I wish I would have kept my full report, but I'm sorry. I didn't. I think, so I'm an extrovert. I I do like people and being around people is very like recharging for me, but man, I love my alone time. I'm not afraid of being alone. (laughs) Like if I have to travel, Mm -hmm. like I travel a lot for work and there's times when I'm just like, I, I land in the city I go and check in my hotel and I just go have dinner by myself. And that yes. is like perfect for me. I, and then I get to walk around the new city. Like I was in Denver a couple of weeks ago oh, and yeah. I just checked out Denver and nice. it was like so pretty and Aww. yeah, it was nice. And then I had no, I had no problems just like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. This is just some me time. And then You're I like, presented bye. at a conference, but, and then I met up with the team I was presenting with and we did our thing and there was 120 people in our session. Jeez. And then after we took all these questions and I loved all that, like I could be in yeah, front of no. that large crowd and take all these questions. And then after, um, uh, I had a little alone time as well and then it was really nice. And then I was, so I don't know, I can go back and forth. That's like good. I really like people. I, that's my default. I'll default to that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm by myself, I don't have any issues with that. Yeah. I think like if I'm hosting, I can be very extroverted. And Mm -hmm. I think it's from my parents. My dad is like ultra introverted and my mom is very extroverted, I would say. Yeah. She's very friendly. So I can be very You're a pretty great host. (laughs) I'm like, wow, I got everything I need. (laughs) Um, But then my dad is one of those like even if the party's still going on he's gonna go lock himself in his room oh yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. So that's the best I kind of both alone ways. space like I when hate you're alone hosting. but you know there's people at your house that's why I'm glad you that like you that. guys are good at it because I'm yeah. like I don't want to do it it sucks but like you're everyone such a feed good yourself host. and don't die that's my thing you always have the cutest little spread when we go to your house for stuff I don't know I just well, throw it there and you I'm fake like, it until you make it that's true I'm like feed yourself I even put signs that say toilet so you don't have to ask me where the bathroom is <laughs> that's funny like find it yourself thank that's you <laughs> and you know it's funny for me hosting is really stressful i don't do it a lot i don't know it's just like ha- because so i'm fun. 
like really sensitive to making sure everyone is doing okay. Oh, yeah. That's another episode. How about yeah. people pleasers? <laughs> <laughs> like so hosting is really draining because I'm like, is everyone comfortable? Is everyone okay? Yeah. Then I turn into my abuelita. Eat again. Eat. Eat more. Here's more. Here's more. <laughs> so I just would rather go out somewhere with my friends where we're all responsible oh, for our own yeah. time. Yeah. Versus hosting and you're sort of like feeling responsible. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm like my mom and I go to Costco and buy all these hosting stuff. And I'm yeah. just like, yeah. people come over to come see all oh. my things. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I can put chips in my little bowls. <laughs> that you're hilarious. A That's host. true. That's a bomb. You're very creative because I've seen yes. stuff and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I like, like this. I know. I saw your little chip bowl today. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, Maybe hilarious. we should go to the next question. Yeah. You know, we are answering questions. Oh, yeah. Where? All right. La Rosa, you want to take us to the next question? Um, sure. How yeah. do you or how to know when to consider medication? Oh, Some yes. For med- mental health? Yes. Okay, now this is a mental health one. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what we do, y'all. Yes, that's right. It's good to get down to this one. Um, I think maybe if you've been like in therapy for a few months and you still... Yeah don't feel so much of a difference like to consider medication mm-hmm. like talking to your therapist about it or a doctor or ask to be referred to a psychiatrist to talk more about it mm-hmm. yeah so you said when you're still not seeing results in therapy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i think okay. another indicator of justice like depending on what you're experiencing but you know trusting your body and, and most people know when they're off so it's like if it's really challenging to complete daily tasks and to get to work and to be focused and to socialize or to be around people and you're just been feeling really off for a really long time then that sometimes you know can be an indicator of like okay maybe I can consult with a you know mental health professional and just kind of see where I'm at and and if I'm doing therapy or maybe if I want to evaluate and do therapy and then have a psychiatry intake at the same time just to see could this be something that can support me. Um, am I there? And it never hurts to just kind of get informed and make an educated decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like what you were saying, La Luna, about the functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, and I'm kind of in the middle, too, about what you said, too, La Rosa, about the progress in therapy. Yeah. There's, like, so many different ways you can tell if you may yeah. need to go to medication. And for my, I, I think what I explained to my clients is, like, when your functioning starts to get impacted. Mm -hmm. So you may be going through therapy and things may be rough because you're, and we do talk about this when you're just starting in therapy, it gets worse before it gets gets better. better. So if you're just starting therapy and it's getting worse before it gets better, that's just the process of healing. That's different. Right. So you may be going to work, but you're like really struggling inside, but you went to work, you got Mm -hmm. up, you did your hygiene, you paid your bills on time you know, you're taking care of your kids. So there's a difference between like discomfort as part of the healing process and then just flat out like this is the third day in a row you haven't got out of bed. Yeah. You can't even yeah. make your therapy appointment. It's almost like kind of giving up on yourself a little bit. Like you can't sleep. You can't mm-hmm. sleep. You can't eating do like soft. your daily stuff. Either not more. eating or overeating. Yeah. But to the point you can't control exactly. it. Exactly. Then you may want to st- to ask about additional support that goes beyond talk therapy because mm-hmm. that's what your therapy is. It's just talk, talking yeah. through your healing. Um, but then, yeah, once I notice like clients are just really giving up and just like not being able to, to keep their commitments, then I do suggest maybe talking to their psychiatrist about medication. Yeah. 
And then, um, but I also explain to folks when you, if you are going to consider medication, it's because you tried all the other non-medication things and they didn't work either. Exactly. So I might tell a, a client who's hesitant about medication, like try um, some sort of extracurricular activity that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So it could be art, it could be judo, it could be... Yeah, you know, kayaking, like tr- try to establish some kind of hobby or interest, and then if that doesn't work, you know, because otherwise it comes down to exercise and endorphins and things like yeah. that. So if you're no longer getting pleasure in those yeah. things, so you don't yeah. feel better afterwards, right? Then they may share with me that they are having a lot of highly processed foods and sugar, and highly processed foods and sugar do impact mood. So yeah. I might ask them to talk to their doctor about like health, you know, eating for their wellness. Yeah, that sometimes doesn't work. And so we're like trying different things and they're just like, nope, can't even do it. So we're like, all right, then yes, like Mm -hmm. medication might be good. But some folks realize that they just needed to have something like that and then they're fine. So you can either go like you can try medication or you don't. But if you decide you're against medication, then you should be for some kind of like physical activity because that does impact your endorphins, which in a good way. Or also, like, you you should be open to, like, interventions like journaling and, like, um, daily affirmations. And there's just, like, little things that you can try to adopt and rule out first before you go to medication. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some folks are okay with it. They hear the side effects. They know what they're getting into. And they're still like, yes, this is going to, you know, help. Then they take medication and it does help. Um, but have you ever dealt with clients who, like, stop taking their medication just, like, out of the blue? Yes. Not even that, but even I've done it guilty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. we should talk about that. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely those side effects of like stopping your medication because all of a sudden there's like that drop in Mm -hmm. chemicals or whatever was going on. And then you see that they're like crankier, their mood is different. It's kind of like whatever was supporting them before is not there. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're going to choose medication, you have to be compliant with your medication schedule. Maybe you can talk about like, why do you think some people do drop off? Um, maybe they don't see the results they want to see. And I know sometimes psychiatrists say that if you're taking medication, sometimes it takes longer for you to notice that things are different Mm -hmm. and it's easier for other people to notice. But um, but if you're like struggling with depression, it's hard to get out of that fog sometimes mm-hmm. to see that mm-hmm. things are different. Right. Yeah. And sometimes, too, it can be like premature where you're like, oh, I feel great. I can stop taking it. Right. And so you think, oh, things are going great. I'm doing so well. I don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you decide to take yourself off or um, like another um like reason of getting off is like that fear of like, what are people going to think if they know that I take meds or just fear of that stigma with mental health and mm-hmm. being judged or having to take something or maybe the reality that you might need this long term, you know? Mm-hmm. And so some people are not ready for that. And so they're like, no, I'm just, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to get off. And, um, and mm-hmm. it kind of can put them at risk if it's something that was really helping them. Right. Yeah, I always tell my clients, even if you realize that the side effects are things that you can't control, don't stop taking the medication. Just keep taking it. But then your next psychiatry appointment, 
you're telling your psychiatrist that the the symptoms aren't working. I mean, mm-hmm. the symptoms are, you know, you have these side effects. And so, yeah. and that the medication's not working. Exactly. Because yeah. the symptoms are working. The symptoms <laughs> are working. That's why you're taking the medication. Yeah, but they yeah. can support. And if you also don't feel like the psychiatrist is really listening to you or meeting your needs, then oh, you can always seek a second opinion. You don't mm-hmm. have to just settle for what that one specific individual is saying. Exactly. Like you have a right to seek out more answers. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think in certain circumstances, medication is great. But once you do decide to do it, stay with the regimen and talk to your doctor if you are having side effects um, before you decide to just stop your medication. Yes. Nice advice. La Sirena. Next. What's our next one? The next one is what do you look for in your relationships? Ooh. What kind of Love relationships? It. Yeah, like friendships, oh. partners. Well, they didn't really specify. They didn't specify. Let's keep it open. Okay. Like any of like those that are important to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I am not looking for a new personal relationship as <laughs> I am married. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> All right. Some security there. Uh, <laughs> I guess this is a good time to maybe introduce El Producer, which oh, is yes. Yes. my uh, lovely partner uh, and husband. <laughs> I, I will not share his name, but he's <laughs> our producer and he is always behind the scenes. He's the fourth yeah. member of he's the, the, the fourth member. Nepal Queen. A.K.A. Nepal King. <laughs> Nepal King. <laughs> he listens to all of us talk. For and hours. In, probably an hour before the podcast, an hour after the podcast yep. recording. Over he's, and over, during editing. There and silently laughs at us. <laughs> yeah. For good reason. But what yeah. I love about him and our relationship is that he's very supportive and very helpful and open-minded to a lot of things. So I appreciate that in this uh, partnership relationship. Uh, what I look forward to in friends, uh, I don't know. I have a, an eclectic group of friends. I, mm. I Any think common I'm, denominators. I have a lot of Gemini friends. Well, <laughs> well, love us Gemini's. Maybe we just gravitate towards you. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of friends in the field that are therapists. Um, I'm still friends with a group of my friends that I went to middle school with. And we've just walked through life together. Still friends from college. So I still have a lot of friends from different stages of my life. Mm-hmm. And we're all so different. And I don't know. I like to keep in touch with them. Mm-hmm. And cool. yeah. What about your relationships? Um, I think for me, for friendships, I think um, just look, I gravitate towards a group of people that can grow together and kind of just supporting each other and not being afraid to like and, you know, learn how to call each other out when things, you know, are, you know, not right and being in a safe space to do that and to know that it comes from love and kind of working through the ups and downs just of life and respecting each other in the different stages that we're in. Cause I have like that also, I have friends that I've had since I was 12, 13. Um, and although we're not as close, we still kind of are walking through life together and we're still there for each other when it counts. And then friends that I met in college and adulthood. And so just kind of, um, always making sure that I'm being a good person, like a good friend to them and that, you know, I'm doing the best that I can to be genuine and honest and loving and kind and hoping that I can receive that back, you know, in whatever form they, 
you know, it comes through, but just that kind of good friend karma mm-hmm. and partner. Um, I don't know. My partner and I are very different, but we're not. I also get scared sometimes because I'm like, I feel like you're really close to like my dad. Like you have a lot of similarities and I don't know. Dating your dad. Ew, that's so wrong. Like it messes with me. I but know, I think I hate that. Um, I'm a very dominant person, <laughs> a very dominant personality. Um, so my partner, I think, just does a really good job of keeping me honest and keeping me in check. And I think for the first time, like I can call myself out and I can apologize and I can own up to shit when I know that I fucked up in the past. I'd be like, hell no, like we're going to war because I'm not going to own up to this. Like (laughs) I did not do it. But now I'm like, shit. Yeah, you're right. I did mess up. That was me. Um, So I think they bring out really healthy parts in me and in a, in a healthy growth. Um, and, and it's a very healthy, you know, relationship. So it's interesting. And sometimes it's scary because I'm like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. this is the most like sane, stable relationship I've been in weird. (laughs) Um, but yeah, some, so shout out to, to them for all the good vibes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's me. What about you? Okay. Let's see. I, you know, I am La Sirena, so I gravitate towards, (laughs) People who drink. <laughs> well, we do talk about you know, that like a lot. pirates. You know, I am a mermaid. I do like my pirates yeah. friends. No, just kidding. The I truth comes out. The truth Wham. comes out. <laughs> Mermaids and pirates. Um, I think that. Well, I do have a mixture of friends, but most of them I would say are probably extroverts like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do have a fair share of introvert friends too that I can have relationships with, yeah. you know. Um, but I also, as I get older, I get really busy just like volunteering at the clinic two nights a week and have a full-time job. And sometimes we'll have like things to do on the weekend with family. So I do appreciate friends who we will make time for each other. And then we also respect that sometimes we can't meet for a couple of weeks, but, or like things change. Like my friends and I will sometimes have to reschedule things and I'm like, cool, don't worry about it. And if I have to do it, they're like, cool, don't worry about yeah. it. So I tend to have friends that are just like very understanding and flexible. Nice. Cause I'm flexible. I would want true. Something, we can you know, vouch I for would, you. I would want somebody <laughs> like that with, for me. And then, um, I think all my friends are just like really good at, heart like they do the right thing and they have good moral compass and um they've never asked me to be in like uh compromising situations and i've like never bury a body or something yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know because i mean i feel like i'd do that for you <laughs> they've you know they i i've never felt like a friend's put me in like a bad situation so yeah. um i think i really respect my friends for that and then i of course would do that for them nice um Although a long time ago, I had one person who I was an acquaintance with and they asked me to open a credit card for them in their name. Oh, no, Like queen. that was like, okay, we will now be acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> but like those sorts of things. Like I, I, people who have good boundaries, I tend to be friends with mm-hmm. people with good boundaries, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but, girl, because that would have been hella debt. Oh, I would. Well, and that's just a interesting yeah, like, thing you, to ask of me. Like, hey, let's see. Now you want to open a credit card for me? Like, no. In your in your name? Yeah, I I just thought no, that was funny. That's but weird. like, that's one example of just like you know boundary setting and like it gives me an indication of who I'm friends with. But I also see my friends on a spectrum. I've got my friends like on the one end of the spectrum who I might just have coffee with once in a while, and then I have friends in the middle where I'm like 
hanging out with them sometimes. And then I've got my friends on the far end of the spectrum where like we call each other or, or a lot or we see each other a lot or we talk about more deeper things. And so yeah. that's allowed me to have like all different kinds of friends and not mm-hmm. just like you either serve me or you're not a friend. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know, like that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, some of my friends are just acquaintances and that's super cool. That's kind of where I keep them expectation wise. And then some of my friends, I am like, hey, it's been two days where I haven't heard from you. And like, you know, so not I don't have all the same kind of intimacy with all my friends if that, that makes, makes sense, sense. Yeah. but my relationships I'm like I look for people who under pressure like how do they act because you know when you're dating it's like okay it's really easy to buy me flowers anyone can do yeah. that but not everyone can keep their cool when things don't go your way you yeah, know things she, like that so I tend down. to take my time when I'm dating and really understand the person under under pressure that's kind of when I really start seeing what, but in the beginning, you know, honeymoon stuff, like, yeah, fine. I guess you'll take me out to dinner. Sure. Flowers are nice, whatever. But you know, when it comes down to like something serious, how will you handle it? Yeah. yeah. And that's when I, re- and that's how I learn who I'm going to be with or who I'm not going to be with. So that's kind of what I look for in relationships. Yes. And also no, that was abuse, a good one. No alcohol, gambling or physical abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Yes. All right, next question. I think it's, it's the Yula Rosa. Oh, what's the hardest part about working in the field of mental health? That's a good one. Woo! Uh, Does everyone I have like 8 billion hours for this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a highly sensitive person, so mm-hmm. I like I feel like in the moment I can be there for someone and be present and like give them validation and give them like yeah. what they need, like hold that space for them. But then afterwards I just feel like, like my door closes and then it's like tears. <laughs> coming oh, out. I so know. sometimes I like crumble cause like life is hard for yeah. a lot of people yeah. and it, you feel helpless a lot yeah. of the mm-hmm. time. And you're just like, well, I am just here to witness your life, <laughs> try to give you some encouragement but there's so many complexities to life where you're just mm-hmm. like, I just don't know what to do. I'm just a therapist. Mm-hmm. I'm just a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I think for me, the hardest part is um, working as a part of a system that has failed a lot of the people that I've, that I work with. And so I think it's like my little like social justice heart. It's hard mm-hmm. for me to be, to represent this, to be a part of this system and, um, sometimes you, I feel defeated or exhausted because there's so many layers, um, that I can't peel back, you know, and and just like sometimes feeling defeated when like their basic needs aren't met and you're like, how the funk am I supposed to do therapy if they can't, if they're trying to survive tomorrow, today, this minute, like therapy isn't going to do shit. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it's, um, but being realistic about that and letting clients know, like, yeah, I know that this is probably not as effective. Let's focus on housing. Let's focus on this. So, um, yeah, sometimes I feel everything. I feel bitter. Sometimes I feel joy. Sometimes I feel really angry. Sometimes I feel really hopeful. It's just like a fucking roller coaster mm-hmm. of feels. Um, and it's challenging, but I also... I don't know what else I would be doing. Like I could yeah. daydream about stuff, but as hard as this is, I think it's something that I'm good at. Yeah. And for whatever reason I got this gift, I'm like, well, I'm just going to fucking go with it <laughs> and figure this shit out with the people that I'm serving and supporting. Yeah. That's so awesome. yeah, that's mine. 
<laughs> yeah, I think the hardest part for me, and we were talking a little bit about this in pre-production this morning, but the impact that depression has on people and how it steals away people's perception of their potential <clears throat> and and just like people who like at the university students with wonderful grades but they can't see their success you know or folks who maybe have a different way of working like a lot of artistic folks that don't fit in the nine to five they really internalize that, like their difficulty finding jobs or, or keeping up with like living expenses. But it's just that they're so creative and it's the system, almost like you were saying, La Luna, the system is set up that you're yeah. nine to five. But if you're a really creative person who who needs to produce on their own time in their own like um, in their own way, then you feel forced to like live in this box. Like, what if all your great ideas come at two a.m.? It's like hell, <laughs> right? It's like you know, or Personal yeah, hell. and um, especially like um, folks that I work with who are like Aspergers or on the autism spectrum, because I have a few of those clients right now. The other hard part is just that um, why the world doesn't see their value. Yeah. And I can clearly see it and just yeah. how we always ask um, people living with disabilities to like conform to us when we should be conforming yeah. to them anyway. So it's just, it's what it's, what is hard is how, what depression steals away from people yeah. that you can't even believe how great, like, you know, my stepdaughter is wonderful, very talented. And sometimes um, in her low points, because she is a teenager, yeah. you know, she can't see her talent. And I'm like, whoa, like, how do you not see it? And it's just really sad when you can see somebody's talent and they're not able yeah. to see it. Yeah. And then you times that by how many clients you have in a day. And you're just like, come on, people, like, just, just start living, just start living your life now. Who cares? Always down to cry. Yeah. I think that's how you know depression <laughs> is real. Like you yes. see that that fog yeah. is real. Right. It's not just like. Oh, they're lazy and they lay in bed all day. You're like, no, no it's like, like a mental block. It's brutal. Yeah. It's a yeah. demon. It's everything. It's oh, right. It but even if they were like, I'm the bomb, but I just don't want to get up. That's why it just, it's when they don't really see their own yeah. gifts. Right. I feel so, I just hate that depression steals away so much from people. Yeah. It takes yeah. a lot. That's a good one. All right. Next question. All right. Our next one is. How do you deal with, aren't you a therapist when you're dealing with real life personal shit? <laughs> this is a good Ooh, one. <laughs> this one's going to get salty. This one, they may snap, be a snap, therapist. Snap. <laughs> the reality is I am a human first. Yes. And I have human feelings and thoughts. I yeah. don't think we're immune to life. Mm -hmm. Ooh, good job that's, that's right. true like we're yeah. not immune to mental health like we go through our own shit and a lot of us are therapists because we've gone through shit yeah like with my, if my <laughs> sorry like i'm sorry mother i'm about to throw you under the bus but i love you okay for remember that <laughs> but like when my mom or people in my life who say why well, are you a therapist i'm like first of all don't at me because i'm gonna get into it and i'm like <laughs> yeah but i'm not exempt from feeling real shit like mm -hmm. yeah i have the skills but it doesn't mean that i don't need support validation and love from the people that I care about like um yeah I have tools and resources but I still need family I still need community um or like you know when my friends like well are you a therapist I'm like um 
sorry, but are you paying me? Because I'm not about to do no free emotional labor. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm a therapist, but I'm your friend first. So I'm going to tell you all the shit you don't want to hear. And I'm going to cuss and get extra because I don't have to be professional because we friends and you don't pay me. So that's <laughs> that's how I respond so to that's that. How that. That's how La Luna deals with I it. Because I get so with angry with her. them. I'm like, um... Yeah. I'm human. Okay. Like I'm allowed to have flaws. I'm allowed to have depression. I can do all these things and feel all these things. Mm -hmm. And just like our clients, sometimes we apply the tools and sometimes we can't, sometimes we're blocked and Mm -hmm. sometimes we struggle and then we figure it out. So that's That's right. And therapy (laughs) is about relationships, not about perfection. Yes. And relationships are dynamic. All right. Therapy is for relationships and not about perfection. Yes. Because that is what we do. We work with people to deal with their relationships in a way that they get to be healthy, functioning people in the world. And if you're dealing with relationships, you're dealing with complexity. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what therapy is. We're not here to make you feel good. We are here to tell you what you need to know yeah. so that you can get better. But I tell my clients all the time, like if we are getting into some real shit and they're like, ouch, that was direct. And I was like, yeah, because I am not here to make you feel good. Yeah. But I'm here to maybe point out some things that could change, right? Yeah. And so um, that's what that's what the conversation is in therapy is like, how do you work through the things that you are dealing with? Yeah. Um, and so I guess when we're going through things in our life, we are going to have hard times ourselves as therapists. Mm-hmm. Things aren't going to be perfect. But at the end of the day, I will tell you, we will make, we'll work it through. Yeah. Like that's the point is it's, we know, handle our own. We're not here to make sure that you're immune from, you know, from imperfections later. We just, hopefully when you're get, when you get out of therapy, you know how to deal with the cards you're dealt, but finishing therapy doesn't mean you're never going to be dealt hard cards again. Yeah. yeah. That's it's not just realistic. that you'll be more equipped with tools. So in that way I do say, sure, I'm dealing with shit sometimes in yeah. my own life. And yeah, I'm a therapist, but that doesn't mean by any means that we're supposed to be perfect. But yeah. in fairness, we are a little bit better equipped to deal with some of our things. Yeah. Cause we um, have education. Yeah, yeah. When I teach mindfulness, I can't help but adopt mindfulness too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always try to make that clear when I hear that it, it's like, Oh my gosh, but aren't you a therapist? I'm like, yeah, so I'm comfortable with the uncomfortable, but there's still uncomfortable shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just comfortable with there's it. There's also some things I avoid in my life that I should probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Talk to yeah. About. And you know, the challenges that we have help us to be more empathetic with yeah. our clients because actually it is the things that we yeah. go through that when a client sitting in front of us and like, I just can't get out of this crazy relationship. You're like, well, I'm like, shit. Oh yeah. That I had a crazy familiar. relationship too long that <laughs> it took me 10 years yeah. to get out of. Yeah. And so I can truly genuinely sit there make eye contact and go, yes, girl, I know what that means. <laughs> I know like, what that's like. Yeah. 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 So in some ways us going through shit helps us to be more empathetic. Yes. Yeah. OMG, y'all, I think we've reached our last mm-hmm. question. So our last listener question is, how did you get your Loteria names? Woo-hoo. I'm going to let La Rosa start. So I chose La Rosa because it is similar to my mom's name. Mm-hmm. And I also have a flower name. So I think it just related. I just am drawn to flowers so it was perfect that yeah. was perfect for you yeah, yeah. and yeah. um this is la luna and la rosa chose mine she's very intuitive and she <laughs> picked a name that i'm just like holy shit yes 
La Luna. Like, it fits. I'm hell obsessed with it. My car's named that. Like, I have it on my screensaver. Like, I don't know. Like, she channeled it. She felt it and was like, yep, this is going to be for I you. I spoke into your life. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, um, yes, I accept. <laughs> Thank you. So that's that's where mine came yeah. from. So and I, I very much love it. Mm-hmm. So uh, La Sirena, where journey come from? I think if people know me, it's not much of a surprise. No. <laughs> why, why did you say that? I'm always because so curious. Because people are like, oh, like that makes sense. Yeah, kind of and then your hair, you have blue in your hair and oh, like all the you, colors that you always pick. It's like mermaid tones and like beachy <laughs> vibes. And then like you're a sunny Southern Cal- SoCal girl. Like yeah, I was funny. just like, yes, queen, that makes hell of sense. Like I'm Thank down. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. People, I always wonder, I'm like, why did that make sense for you? But I don't know. It's just for, who you are. I was curious, but it does make sense. I grew up surfing actually See, in fun fact. I, know, I didn't know that. Cool. Oh, really? Yeah. I did. And then... Um, um, our high school had surf PE, so we also Ooh, took what that. What the hell? Yes. I want to go there. <laughs> and then we just—I grew up on the beach. I was a total beach baby. See, like, I'll do middle school and high school. And That's what our wonder. friends did. We just went to the beach all day. I know. And then I loved the colors of the beach. So like all the ocean colors, the blues and the turquoise, and then you the totally purples. channel it in your clothing. And no, and then my hair is like turquoise yeah. and purple and stuff sometimes. So your house. Yeah, in my house, and there's yes. a lot of beach stuff. Oh, in your I, house. I don't know why I'm just so drawn See? to the beach. I think I was a mermaid in my early yeah, life. Yeah, I think you. And were. then I love pirates and all, See, pi- and all drinking. things pirate <laughs> and drinking. <laughs> wow, well that came full circle. <laughs> I know, right? Well, okay, I do drink responsibly. I yes, never drink. We and don't drive. have alcoholism right now, so no, don't worry. No, I enjoy a beverage or two yeah. once in a while. But yes, I. I thought it made sense too. I was like, oh yeah. yeah, that fits me totally. But I don't know if other people will think that. And then, um, yes. and then everyone's like, that makes sense. And I'm like, how, why? Mm, yeah. But it makes sense. The reasons why you say that is very sweet. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Why does mine make sense for me? La Rosa? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, this is going to sound dumb, but I mean, I'm going to go out there anyways. I don't know. So La Rosa, I always think about like this, like really like down ass tia that's just so like loving and like kind and it's like super supportive, like bomb ass host. I don't know. Like just the name just for me channels like a really good person. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why when I'm like, when you're like La Rosa, I'm like, yeah, totally. Like it fits. And then I don't know if maybe I tied a little bit to like similarities, like when you say like uh, it, it's very similar to your mom's name. So I'm like, oh, Aww. I totally like it just made more sense. Like you just are that person where it's like you feel I'm like home. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but like you feel like home. Like when no, I come into your home, say I have like that mom vibe. You, you, you do. Are, yes, you, you do. do. I'm like, hey, You'll mom, be what's mom. up? <laughs> like, but yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I love it for you. I think it's I think it, it makes sense and it speaks to who you are. So. I don't know. That was yeah. my take on it. And mine, don't worry, producer. I'm not going to take your wife, but <laughs> <laughs> but you're so pretty also yes. and gracious. Seriously. Oh, yeah. That's and so true. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're totally a rose. Yeah, like just so like elegant. <laughs> yes, you are. Eloquent. You're elegant. And like, um, and just, yeah, and like a beautiful personality and your beautiful fit. Like, yeah. you know, you look so pretty. So I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Aww. like a rose. Like a rose. And then I don't have makeup on right now. So yeah. that's very. And then you. So it's sweet. a safe space. <laughs> yeah. Except when, what is it when people say like a rose also has thorns? I haven't seen the thorns uh, yet. No, we see little bits and pieces. Yeah. Like tiny ones where you're yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm not doing this. You, I'm not dealing with this shit. And then we're oh, like, boundaries, oh, okay. Maybe. 
Yeah, good like, boundaries. but in that, not like mean thorns. Like, yeah, but no. Like, it's like those moments where you're like, no, I'm going to stand up for myself. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because okay. it's like a rose, and then you want to touch the rose uh-huh. and like take it off. I'm like, um, no. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Like, don't pluck got, me. You set your own tone with the, <laughs> yes, yes, that's yeah, right. You're that's introverted, so yeah. you're just like, wait. <laughs> And you'll decide. Yeah. That's cute. I'll let you know. So crazy. I'll let you know. I'm yeah. Rosa. I'll let you know. Ooh. Ooh. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. That's cool. But yeah. And that's how we got our Loteria names. Yes. Yes. So. Well, that was fun. Thank you for aunt, like sending us questions. Yeah. And we hope that you sent more. And then yes. eventually we'll do another listener question episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so send us your questions. Yeah, thank you all for sitting through this one. We hope you enjoyed it. Yes, so listen to us on Spotify, on I can't even Mm -hmm. think Apple Podcasts, iTunes. I don't think we're on Stitcher anymore. But anywhere you, if you Google us, you'll find us. Yeah, listen to us there, and then follow us on social media on the gram. uh, (laughs) Yes, I just really wanted to say that sounds cool. Like. Hit me up on the gram. I don't <laughs> know if anyone actually no says that. I think people say Insta. No, I, I see IG? people. I see rappers say do it for the gram. I don't I know. I thought that meant Grammys. No, girl, means like the Instagram. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like an old lady talking I about that. Right now an old lady. So yes. <laughs> just social <laughs> media, you know, that thing. All right. Uh, so follow us there. So have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.